Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Maiden Page Show. Zach here, back with Professor Drag. Just want to say thank you guys again so much for over 10,000 downloads in the 60, what, five, 66 episodes we've done so far. I think it's a little less than that, but that's amazing. You know, it's been an absolute blast being able to dive into it. I think this podcast started off a lot more political, and I was listening back to some older content, and we were defining specific things in politics from a street conservative point of view. But then we find out that as we keep diving into it, there is the introduction of Christianity. And then you find out Jesus ultimately was the biggest street conservative. This guy didn't even have a house, didn't own anything. <laughs> just went out and marketed, well, to, you know, the preached, which, you know, if you want to look at it in a business sense, is a, a form of creating relationships. And we've established the fact that all businesses are MLMs, right? It's just a matter of how they have it set up, whether they're compensating the guy at the bottom or the top. But it's interesting to be able to draw these different thoughts from it. And I swear, I mean, well, I shouldn't swear, but I feel like people have been listening to this and I see more and more content that's very, very similar to this. Take, for example, the whole, um, what were we talking about that you heard on Mark Levin or whatever? I just want to address this for the listeners, but we were talking about something and then you heard it on Mark Levin or whatever. And I was like, wait, what? But I hear it everywhere. And it's not just Mark Levin. A lot of people they are um, somehow, because here's the thing, without a doubt, everybody knows <clears throat> that this is a Christian nation. Like, but, but okay. So let me, um, uh, how, how do we start? Um, like, I, I believe it's because I'm an atheist and because, well, I, I wasn't, I'm not an atheist anymore, uh, <clears throat> but I can't oh. say I'm a Christian. Coming up, yeah, well, hey, that's that's a step in the right direction. <laughs> no, but it's actually a bad reason why uh, I'm not a Christian, but we can get into that later. And, um, but either way, as a former atheist who was super smart, like people come to me specifically to make things better. Like when I read something, I could see things other people can, you know, like, so, you know, do I believe I know how the earth was created? Yeah, actually I, I do. <laughs> because I read Genesis, I literally can figure out the math and I have buddies that are, are working on it right now to prove how the Bible's real. Everything in Genesis is literally real. Like, mm -hmm. for example, I honestly believe every human being <clears throat> born today comes from some sort of lineage from Adam and Eve. And yeah, that's, that's biblically sound. I agree with well, that. No, yeah, it's biblically sound, but it's not scientifically sound because people will say, well, well, then how come Chinese people have slanted eyes and can't drink? Well, so here's the deal, like, right? It's well, no, but I'll tell you why. Oh, go ahead. I, I know the science behind it. See, our genetic differences are based on region 
and not based on, you know, race. Like the whole idea of, of, of like, oh, there's the black race and the white race. Sure. Admit, that's, not, that's not scientifically true. Mm-hmm. Because when, and, 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 you know, I've read numerous studies and worked on certain things that literally prove that our differences come from regions. Not, and it's kind of like a biblical thing, like how we spoke about Tower that. of Babel. Yeah. No, well, not just Tower of Babel, but that whole thing about um, there's a lot of lessons in that Jesus story that we were talking about yesterday. Oh, Good Samaritan? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, there's differences, but they're in different regions. But anyway, and there's like this big fear that everybody has. I mean, there's so many things that, that, that comes from it. So, but anyway, but every single law we have comes from Christianity. Everything we know about science literally comes from either the Old Testament or the New, well, not so much the New Testament because I haven't read it, but the Old Testament for sure. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, where is the scientific proof that we don't come from Adam and Eve? Seriously, where is the scientific proof that says we are that different? We, you and I, well, I don't know where you're from, but if we lived long enough in the mm-hmm. same region, we're going to be able to digest and, you know, everything we do, we'll do the same. The, our body will break down everything in our environment the exact same way. Yeah. And that's how it was done based on biblical, um, just based on Bible stories. It's, it's just but, true. But, that's why but, they're tribes the way they to, are. Yeah. So say <clears> that's, that's the case and we're going off of that, which is the case. That's what I believe as well. Let's talk about this more in a contemporary standpoint, because this is, I think, where our listeners will get a bit of the line. Oh, no, I was just explaining something. That's what, no, because I want to get back into what we're talking about about the socialism. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but before, but but, but actually, before we get into that, this ties into it perfectly. More and more, as I start to read the Bible, and I think we've already said this implicitly on this show a lot, but I'm going to flat out say this. I think that. So, and this is. I have, to, I have to give Jesse Lee Peterson a bit of a shout out for this because he's the guy who basically will shout this from the rooftops. You know how mm. he always claims that racism doesn't exist, right? Because we're all of one blood and we're all related. Well, I don't know that, but yeah. I, oh, I don't so he, so he, has, he, he believes that racism doesn't exist <clears throat> and never existed, right? And the more and more I think about it, I feel like there's some truth to that even though Jesse Lee Peterson says a lot of things that I disagree with. I mean, I, I watch him for comedic purposes now. It's not really to take it seriously <laughs> Jesse Lee Peterson. But what I'm trying to say is when he made the claim, constantly makes the claim that racism doesn't exist and it never existed, I get where he's coming from with that because if we're acknowledging, right, that the differences between people when it comes to like Chinese, black people, whatnot, is regional and not something that's based on anything that's biologically different between us, then the only thing, this is what eliminates it, right? The only thing that created racism in the first place was man-made, was tribalism from different religions and cults where people were like, I'm not going to talk to you because you belong to this belief system. So 
I'm starting to think that racism has no basis in biology whatsoever. That's why anybody who's talking about like eugenics or whatever is all full of crap and they don't have God. Because if you acknowledge that we are all of one blood, which the Bible says, and God is not a respecter of persons, by that he means he doesn't care what race you are, then you have no grounds for racism even existing. It it doesn't exist. Then you have no grounds to complain. Yeah, and there's the other thing. So... In a weird way, in a, in a rather sort of, I would say, rudimentary, even though I hate saying that for Jesse Lee Peterson, because he always says, I'm black and I'm slow. And I don't, I don't want to say that that's funny, but he's right. To some, to, in that regard, racism doesn't exist in that manner because the racism that we create is not because of biological differences because they don't exist. The racism we create is because people believe different things than we do. And because of that, haven't you ever had a conversation with someone and they've disagreed with you? And then all of a sudden you start not liking this person if you're not somebody who can see beyond it? Well, that's what creates prejudice over time. Think about in history, right? What creates the most amount of animosity between people that we now term racism? And you could argue that the most common man-made uh, terms for racism are things like anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, not even like racism for China. Like, Islamophobia is interesting because it's the racism that's specifically directed towards Muslims, right? Whereas anti-Semitism it's specifically throughout Jews. But you don't have a word like that for racist towards blacks, racist towards whites or Asians. You know why? Because a couple of hundred years ago, they didn't exist. You didn't care. In fact, when the first church came around, Nobody had a word for it because it didn't matter. It only started to matter because people of different belief systems got so polarized and so cult-like in their belief systems that we created this uh, idea that, hey, you know what? You're a Gentile and I'm a Jew and I don't like you anymore. And that's what the foundation of this race-based ideology. Now, it gets confusing, right? Because Judaism is like, ah, it's a people and it's a belief system. But I'm willing to bet that that's one of the roots in how we have come to believe what racism is. But man, back in the day, they didn't care. No one did. No one did. And when the first church started in like 70 AD, they were going to the Greeks. The, the, the Romans didn't care. Greek people did not care. Romans didn't care. Everyone in Europe didn't care. The, the only thing that set people aside was, well, I believe in a different God than you do. But if God is God and you want to go back to what you were saying about with Adam and Eve and everything, and we're all the same, then racism doesn't exist. It's fabricated. It's yep. made up by men, by men who don't have God, by progressives who have cut it out completely. And, when, and you, you have to say this because like when Charles Darwin reintroduced it, here's the thing. America was not racist because of the fact that people came to this land and took advantage of the Indians. If anything, the first Thanksgiving was celebrated together with the Indians. How is that racism? And the second thing here is it only became more polarizing in the 19th century with Darwin, with the Bible being perverted by Schofield, all that kind of stuff, other modern versions. Because before the 1800s, you only had one Bible. It was the Holy Bible, King James Bible. That was the only Bible there was, right, which was based off of the Geneva and all that kind of stuff. I'm going in different directions, but what I'm trying to say is what we think of as racism is something that has been created and fabricated. And this, well, all this white privilege stuff, socialism-related stuff, Oh, but that's the thing. All of these things, 
And see, these are the reasons why I'm not a Christian. Like I, I can't be a Christian because not that I figured out the ending, <clears throat> but I hate to say it, but because I think I know the end, it's, it's, it's impossible to be a Christian because there's no leaders. You know what I mean? Like, how can you be a Christian if there's no Christian leadership? Like, there, honestly, are, there are, it's just, you, there are, but they're not, they're not like leaders of countries or in prominent roles where I guess they have a lot of influence, but they do. It's just that you're not, you don't know it. Christians still hold up this country, but they don't do oh, it. No, I'm not saying they don't hold up the country, but they still need real leadership. Like I'll give an example. <clears throat> when Reagan was alive, he was, I believe a really good Christian leader. Right. But the problem with what he was doing was that he didn't, you know, he was too much of a politician and he didn't, uh, he didn't see, because here's the thing. I believe Christianity should be practiced the same way multi-level marketing should be practiced. Well, it's supposed to be. That's what evangelizing is all about, and that's what we're called to do. Yeah, but it's it's not done that way, <laughs> and that's and that's the point. How can something be done when it's not being done? And that's that's a paradox. You know what I mean? Like something needs to be done, but it's not being done. But and that's the thing. We already have been given an instruction manual. I figured it out just reading two books and that's the thing. It's like, and there's people out there that really know this stuff, but yet somehow, some way they don't do it. Yeah. They use the Bible as a means to control people because I, I, I'm a big believer and, and I know everybody's supposed to read the Bible all the time, blah, 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 blah. But <clears throat> look, there's a lot of dumb people out there. It's just a reality. There is a lot of dumb people. And those people will never be able to understand what's in that book. And that's why they need people who can translate for them. They could explain what's in that book for them so they could understand economic principles, so they could understand scientific principles. But they don't. And that's the problem. It's like, <clears throat> I honestly know that. There is no such thing like how people believe heaven is, like it's an outer space. That's not real. I guarantee you this. Heaven is earth. <laughs> and it won't, be, and, and we'll have everlasting life on earth or as long as the life that we want because there are real mammals that live just like how it's explained in the Bible thousands of years. <laughs> Seriously, there are whales that are well over a thousand years old. Right. Why is that? Because I believe without knowing the Bible too much, that is our example of what heaven should be like. I, why would a whale want to live for a thousand years? You know what I mean? It's like, but why is a whale even in the Bible? <laughs> no, but think about that. Why is there a whale in the Bible? It's in the very first page of the Bible. They talk about whales. Then there's that big... Wait, wait where do they talk about whales? What part? In, the, in Genesis. When? They describe uh, uh, whales in, in Genesis. Really? Yeah. Like, like the big giant whales. 
and whatnot. Whales are created on the sixth day. They made it, they make it a point to mention whales. Oh, okay. Well, I have to check. And that's why, but whales throughout the Bible, because there was that one whale you told me about that swallowed somebody. <laughs> I don't know. That's a fish. That was Jonah, and that's later. Yeah, see, but that's the point. See, now, what is the purpose of these things? I mean, it makes no sense. Why can trees live to be so long? Why can whales live to be so long? And the answer is because this is heaven. We could live, because and like, because I know in the Bible, because a lot of people are like, dude, there's no way we could live to be like 800. Mm-hmm. How, how could these people be so old? And I, I said, because they, they, uh, they, you know, they lived a wholesome life. I don't see why we can't live forever. Seriously, especially with modern technology, you get a new heart transplant, you get a, you know, get your hips replaced, get your knees replaced. Why can't you live an extremely long time? And you can be healthy. You really can, but you have to live a good, clean life. You have to, but Mm -hmm. we don't. I think that's the whole purpose of Christianity is it teaches you how to live a super clean life and, and this will be heaven. We could have life forever. Like seriously, as long as we want, like look at those whales. They live for, I mean, what is the purpose of those whales living to be so old? <clears throat> it's amazing. It is an amazing feat. Like people don't realize to live a thousand years in this muck that we muck up so much with all the environmental uh, hazards, with all the environmental you know, issues that we have, mm-hmm. you know, and, and look, global warming as it's a myth. It's a science. Well, it's, it's what Democrats push for more socialism. No, but think about this. According to AOC, mm-hmm. and she has this green new deal, dude, it's called intercept. If you go look at the intercept, it's just, dude, it's a scary thing. She's narrating this cartoon, like illustrated cartoon about the future how the world's going to end in 12 years if we don't cut everything in half because the temperature is going to rise five degrees. Mm-hmm. But this goes back to race and everything is based on environment. Our bodies will adapt right. to a five degree increase of Fahrenheit temperature. <laughs> I don't think that that's that bad. Five degrees is not enough to really... No, but that's what they're saying. Like, our metabolic rates or anything. I mean... Say that, you know, if the temperature goes up five degrees, well, I mean, the temperature could change as much as 100 degrees in any given day or night. Dude, in Riyadh. It happens in the Sahara Desert every day. As a matter of fact, the Sahara is a good example because that's an example of extreme weather. Like it's freezing cold at night and the hottest like it'll ever be in the daytime. Yeah, but, but look at Saudi Arabia. Yeah. In Riyadh and places like that, in cities in Saudi Arabia, it's 108 at night. Oh, man. I mean, when, when we were wow. there, it was super hot even at night. It was like 116, 123. It, that's, that's how hot it gets down in Saudi Arabia. That's crazy. No, but think about that. Five degrees in San Francisco, an increase of five, like I think it's like 66 right now. So if it jumped to 71, that's nothing. We will survive 71 degree temperatures. You know, and, and that's why it's a joke. Everything they're saying, it's a scientific joke. 
So oh, what's nice. this? Let's talk about the real basis here and, and tie it all together. Because the one thing I wanted to bring up was Jesus wasn't a socialist, even though if you read the Huff Post, it'll say so. Prager, you came out with that video a couple of days ago about Jesus not being a socialist. So we, I think we've already pretty much established that on here. But it's interesting how other uh, outlets are starting to pick up on this. And I was like, hey, that's funny, because I think that's something we talked about a few No, we, we've months. said that from the very get-go, because we were saying how Pete Buttigieg yeah. uh, was saying how he's a Christian. And I was like, dude, but that's my point. See, it goes back to my point. This is why I can't be a Christian, because Pete Buttigieg is a Christian leader. And it's the same thing. Look, Milo Yiannopoulos is the They're same thing. They're not real here's the thing See, but, but look at milo milo's like on the opposite end see they're both openly gay men but they're both christian which is fine i get it like see but here's the thing i i believe a christian leader cannot be a guy like me i can't mm-hmm. i can never be a christian leader because why i'm a bad man just like milo Yiannopoulos. i'm not gay but i'm still bad therefore i cannot lead I will eat my sheep. (laughs) If I'm a shepherd, I know me. I'm going to eat my sheep just like Milo. He's gay. He's openly gay. He's going to, he might not eat his sheep, but he'll do something to it. You know what I mean? Because that's his nature. He cannot control his Roman aspect of it. Because in Romans, I'm telling you, that's a real thing. The whole thing about God not controlling the carnal mind. And because I I can't control it, and neither can Milo Yiannopoulos, neither can Pete Beter judge. See, and that's why they might be Christians, but they cannot control their carnal mind. And a person who cannot control their carnal mind cannot be a leader. It's the truth. I'm not kidding you. I might not be in the Bible, but mm-hmm. I guarantee you this. <laughs> Just knowing <laughs> that I can't control my carnal mind and Look, I think you're the only dude I've ever met that can control their car. No, there's a lot of people. They exist. It's just, we don't. No, dude, I'm telling you, it is hard. It is hard. Banging everything that walks right now is because my junk don't work properly. That's like, I think that's God's answer is age. When you age, you don't work down there properly. You just don't. Dude, like, okay, so me and the counselor, we're going to try to have another baby. But before I do, I got to take these pills. Not, not, All right. Bruh. Family take, show, man. <laughs> no, no but, it's the, but this is the truth. This yeah. is like, and I think this is why we don't live as long as we can, because we do not control our carnal mind. But yeah. if we learn to control it, we will have a super duper long life, just like them whales. Those whales don't start reproducing until well into their 100s. I'm not kidding you. I, I think they said they start possibly at 150 to 200 yeah. <laughs> years old before they even think about having sex. And, uh, and they don't have sex all the time. They don't. You know, these animals aren't running around banging. Well, we're, we're, we're not animals, though. We're human beings. You know, we're not the yeah, same. Yeah, but we act worse than animals. That's the point. Well, here's the thing that, that, always makes, that I always have to bring up. God, and somewhere in the Bible says that he actually shortened man's life because Adam lived to like 900 years old. In fact, the first few generations of people, I mean, you were millennial men. You, you lived to a thousand years old. That was common, right? Or pretty close to that, 900 something, 800. But after the flood, 
man's uh, lifespan was significantly reduced that by the time Abraham came along, it was like a hundred years old and it just sort of declined from there. So that, that's a, that's a purposeful thing was that we were not, we were not supposed to live forever because of sin, you know? And, and again, I have to find it in scripture. I can't just say these things cause I don't want to mislead people, but this whole thing about when people say, Hey, we have the capability, even with technology to live a thousand years as needed. I don't think that's what God would have wanted. I mean, that's playing with life. That is the foundation of eugenics is playing God, playing with life, right? And deeming what we see fit as being, because here's the thing, you know how we talked about conservatism and this is a counterpoint, but it's all related. Mm -hmm. We talk about conservatism, but playing God and like extending your life, even if it seems like it's in the safest, healthiest way, goes against nature we all die we're supposed to die we're it's just you know just like we come into life you know through birth we also die like it's just that's what happens and i think that one thing i have to make clear is based off of like what i've read about and what i believe we're not supposed to go tampering you know here's the thing this is gonna actually be a little bit weird but Part of me almost feels like, and I don't know much about stem cells, mm, but I feel like yeah. harvesting stem cells doesn't even seem very, very biblical, you know? Because it's like, dude, you're, well, the number one thing, you harvest it from where? Aborted babies. Yeah, no, I was always against stem cell research. It's just because like, here's the thing it's wrong. When, when we, I, I, I don't, I don't know how I, have, I don't have this thought fully formed out, but I'm going to say it on the show anyways. Like, we're supposed to die. Like if you die at 80, you're, you die at 80. That, that was your life expectancy, right? And we could sit here and say, hey, modern medicine technology could extend your life another 50 years. Well, that's not natural. That goes against conservative principles. Whales live a thousand years old because they're whales. They're not humans. They, they're, they're different. They're, they're animals, right? Sequoia trees you know, are 5,000 years old, right? And, and that's just how it is. But as humans... I know it's explicit in the Bible where God cut our lifespans down. So if you have a human that's living a hundred until like they're 150 years old, like I, I think that your brain dead soul, whatnot just doesn't work. Like that is, that is a vessel that is not a human. And I say that in a, in a respectful way, because here's the thing. If there was a, a guy who was extended, right. had his life mm-hmm. extended through genetic manipulation, because that's really what it is, is genetic engineering. Let's just call it for what it is, because you don't get there through natural methods. When we say natural, I mean, oh, diet, exercise, live out your lifespan. No, nah, no, nah, you're using technology to extend your life. Well, I don't know. But you're, see, this you is lose the I essence of humanity. You lose, you lose the essence of... Because this I is wouldn't where I want to disagree. Because God created... Like, okay, so not every animal on this planet was created by God, not every tree, but for some reason, God created everything. What do you mean? Not every tree. No, because see some trees are evolved through creation. Like, like, well, sure, sure. But but whales, because it's in, in the King James version, Genesis one, chapter one, verse 21. And God created great whales. <laughs> That's literally a biblical quote. There's a reason why God created whales. And these whales live 
a thousand, over a thousand years old to this day, these great whales have this type of lifespan. Right. And, and I almost, I'm certain there is a connection with the carnal mind and, and, and life, life expectancy because people running around having sex all the time, they die younger. Yes. If, yeah. If, that I agree with. If somebody, cause here's the thing we are only, I hate to say this because I'm going to sound like an old curmudgeon, but, uh, but it's the truth. We are only supposed to have one sexual partner. That is it. No, whatever that word you taught me earlier, poly something, no, no poly something lifestyles. You have polyamorous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Poly. Yeah, whatever. Uh, you're only supposed to have one person. And that's why I wish I would have met the counselor a long time ago because we would have had way more kids. But, but be fruitful and multiply. Yeah, but see, but that's the point. That's how evolution works. That's literally how, and that's the thing. I, I well, I mean, there's well, so I, I don't think evolution's the right word because we're not changing, right? I mean, I think human beings do adapt, but we don't. Our species doesn't change. Like, you know, we don't, like you said, we, we, we didn't come from monkeys, so it's not well, like- no, no, but see, but we evolve. See, because just like, because here's the thing. God wants us to evolve to be more God-like. Not gods, but to behave more like the way Jesus wanted us to behave. And once we do that, I, I'm certain of this. Once we behave the way Jesus had told us to behave, like in, in all those stories, yeah. like the, 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 what's that? The money changing story, the Good Samaritan story, the story about divorce, mm-hmm. and things like that. Once we master that, I guarantee you something's going to happen. I don't know what. I don't even think I'll be alive to see it. <laughs> but. If we were to master that as a human race, something that Adam and Eve couldn't do, something Moses couldn't get his people to do. But if we can, and it's, but believe it or not, Jesus, 2000 and you know, some odd years later, we're slowly getting there. So maybe in another 2000 years, we will have evolved as a you know, species to be more Christ-like where everybody's treating each other with love and respect, Mm -hmm. just like in the Good Samaritan. Once that happens, I bet you money, we will live like these whales, as stated in in Genesis. I guarantee you, because there has to be some sort of, because like, uh, I hate to say things like this because I don't want this. Whoever's like all the scientists listening, they're like, dude, you just drank in the (laughs) Kool-Aid. But... But okay, so we look to Egypt a lot for our scientific discoveries in, in history, like the math and all this other stuff to build a pyramid. And there's pyramids all over the world. I thought the Greeks, I thought we looked to the Greeks for that. <clears throat> no, well, we also know because nah, look at the Greek stuff. It's all ruined. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nothing survived like the, the, the Garden of um, some great, you know, the seven wonders of the world. The only one that still exists is the pyramids or are the pyramids because there's multiple but then these pyramids have been found throughout the world there's like the world's biggest pyramid and that's built like the egyptian pyramids is found somewhere in asia uh i forgot the name of the country maybe it's malaysia i don't know but uh 
Yeah, I think it's the Malaysian temple. It is huge. It's like five times bigger than the Egyptian. But anyway, so we looked mm-hmm. to those people for our math and, and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I, I believe that that is simple math. It's just geometry. Nothing special about it. But the math and the science behind these whales is this is one of the greatest scientific discoveries that we just never tapped into and you know well why don't you do something about because i don't i don't find it necessary in my life to figure it out (laughs) you know but it's the truth it's the sad thing about me is okay so you know and uh necessity is the mother of all inventions i've never wanted anything that's my problem. I don't want anything. I always just wanted sex. <laughs> That's what I want. I wanted a hot broad and lots of them. That's the only thing I ever wanted in my life. I didn't want money. I didn't want nothing but women. And, you know, now that I got one, I, my shit don't work. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's kind of sucks because, you know, it's like my punishment for all the things I've done in my past. I'm living in my own hell. I'm telling you, it's insane. But that said, the science in Genesis is remarkably accurate in every scientific thing we need to know about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And everything, like any question we have, all you got to do is turn to Genesis. Any question, any question about physics, any question about space travel, anything you want to know, all you got to do is read that Bible extremely carefully. But it's funny how it's only in the King James Version, and a lot of people don't have access to it. I got lucky. I don't know how my Bible is King James. <laughs> but everybody else has that. It's something called the New... NIV, New International yeah, NIV, Version. NIV, whatever that stands for. New... Something. International Version. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, that one doesn't have crap in it. <laughs> it, 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 no, I'm not kidding. It doesn't have shit. It, it, you read it, it has none of that stuff in the, in that version. But in the King James version, it's Genesis one. I'm telling you, it's on the very first page. I was like, what the hell? What, what are these great wells? Like I read, I was like, what are these great wells they speak of? And then lo and behold, there are the great wells still exist to this day. Mm-hmm. It's insane. But anyway, but then if you study like trees and then you'll understand why global warming is a myth and blah, 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 because I'm telling you now, the power of a volcano, if you get one volcano, and I always like to go to Mount St. Helen, Mm -hmm. the, the amount of poisons that come out of that volcano when it erupts is greater than all the nuclear bombs we have in existence today. Mm-hmm. I am not kidding you. So anybody who believes, <laughs> anybody who believes that man has some kind of impact on the environment, what's going to kill life as we know it, honest to God, they're dumb as rocks. Because well, I mean, we um, can never compare to the power of what God created. Like, I know God had to create, because look, you got to be powerful and super smart to make a volcano. Are you kidding me? 
Uh, but well, look at look at Pompeii, my... right? It quite literally petrified the people that live there. Like literally. Yeah. No, but think about this volcano. Why is Hawaii so beautiful? Because of the volcanoes. Those out of those poisons and toxins comes life. I'm not kidding you. Plants, all these insects, you know, and, and that too is in Genesis. The cripping things. <laughs> No, it, it's like bugs. They don't say bugs, insects. They call them creeping things. Creepy, creepy crawling things. It, no, yeah. but this is all the creep. But that's the point. These volcanoes, as deadly as they are to us, it creates all types of life. We could never do that. We and can- volcanic soil is among the most fertile <laughs> on the planet. Yeah, think about this. Yeah. No man. I don't care how not Einstein, not, not, not like dude in the wheelchair. Um, gosh darn, I forgot. Hawkins. Hawkins. Yeah. None of these people can create a universe like what's on this planet. Not one person. And, you know, what's that guy, the, the black dude? Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm just I'm drawing a blank. <clears throat> Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. See, no. I had a feeling like, what other black dude could it be? MLK, <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's usually one of those guys when we start talking. <laughs> yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson can admit that this planet is deadly. Like, we're lucky to be alive. We really are because of all of the dangers on this planet. It's amazing that we're alive. But, that's, but that literally points to the genius of God. God made this place environment extremely hostile and dangerous to everybody but us. <laughs> Seriously, it's totally dangerous for everybody but us. We are literally the shepherds of all living things on this planet. And, and, and that's something we haven't figured out yet. We don't know why. And we're still trying to figure out the whys, but it's all in the Bible. I, I still don't, I mean, in theory, I don't know why. But I believe he gave it to us so we could live here forever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, who knows? I mean, but I, you would think that he gave the whales, the, and, and these whales still have this lifespan. It has been unchanged. These great whales, as described in the Bible, have been able to live as long as man in the Genesis but yeah, somehow, some way, they can still live this now to this day. They're living well past a thousand years old, and we can't. I'm telling you, it's a punishment. This is a punishment that we could overcome, but we could only do it through the philosophies under Jesus. I guarantee you this, but I just don't know it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't prove it, but my gut's telling me that's the answer. This is like, I, I believe that. We should be able to live just naturally. If, if we don't bang the way we bang and we just teach our kids and watch our generation develop and do great things for us. And, and that's the thing too. I don't think everybody should be a great pianist or a great athlete or whatever. Right. Sometimes it's just good just to enjoy life. You know what I mean? Like, cause what would heaven be like? What? would heaven be like mm-hmm. seriously what would it be like and i think this is why people get confused with socialism because people believe that heaven's going to be like this big communist you know paradise 
because I remember those two Chinese dudes. Um, I forget their names. The dudes that started that first U.S. style university. He was the one that told me this. He goes, communism would be paradise if man was not corrupt. Right. But then I'm thinking, well, what would heaven be like? Would heaven be a communist place? You know what I mean? Like, you know, under God's rule, but everybody's happy because it's paradise and no one's corrupt. But I don't think so. I, I believe that it's supposed to be the planet Earth. You know what I mean? Like, I think our planet is already heaven. I just do because you got to, you know, look why well, I live in California. So it's easy to say. But, that. but, but not, I mean, aside from that, we just have to take a moment and say that, that that's absolutely true. I mean, Earth is a paradise. If you think about it, like, here's the thing. If you look at other planets, it's like, man, I don't want to be there. <laughs> you know? This, no, but it's the truth. It, this it's planet, like Mars. It, what's that? Mars is, a, uh, Mars is an ugly, dry, dirty planet. I can't imagine walking there. You know, some people like walking on the sand, though. I don't. I like walking on grass. <laughs> you know what I mean? But here's the thing, though. I mean, any ecosystem, any part of the planet that obviously sustains life is going to have its pristine quality about it. That's why, like, like you know what I mean? I know you're in California, but Yosemite, I mean, that, that's great. <laughs> Where's Yosemite? Yosemite's in California. Yeah, right? it's like 100 miles from where you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still, but that's my. That's point. funny. All you got to do is go a hundred miles that way past Modesto, and Modesto is like whatever, right? But yeah, I know it's a, it's a hole of feces. But anyway, no. But that's my point. I believe that the only way to maintain this paradise is through capitalism, because you know, like the logging industry, when it's private logging industry, they're the ones that maintain the forest. Because that's how they make their living. They make their living by planting trees and cutting them down. Right. Seriously, that's what they do. I mean, it's a, you know, but that, I, I think that's what we're supposed to do. I honestly believe through capitalism, but the Christian way, we will turn this into honest to God heaven. But we got to teach like Africa how to do it. We got to teach all the third world countries how to live a capitalist life but through christianity because if you have it the way the uh communists do it <clears throat> how is it going to happen how's that really going to work how's that economic system going to work in heaven mm -hmm. at some point the carnal mind is going to come into play and something bad's going to happen just like how it says in the bible you know, like in the Bible, there's all these crazy stories about brother killing brother, you know, all this incest and crap like that, because that's what the carnal mind does. But through capitalism, guess what? Your mind is no longer on sex. It just isn't. Like on the streets, I'm telling you how I became so infatuated with sex because that was my ways of survival. I use sex as a means to survive, you know, right. getting money, getting places to stay. It's just how it works. You know, women <laughs> are suckers, you know, because they got the soft heart. They want to take care of you. And then once you bang them, you can make them do whatever you want because they feel that closeness to you. And, um, and that's a terrible thing to do is taking advantage of another person. But when you're surviving, you got to do what you got to do to survive. So if you could live a Christian life and use it in a capitalist way, we can turn this planet 
into a straight up heaven and possibly live as long as these whales because it doesn't make any sense why are these whales still living over a thousand years now it just doesn't make any sense i mean seriously like what about these whales that because they still have the same environmental problems we do yeah it's like and in fact they get the brunt of it because they have no control over it. Yeah. You know, like all these nuclear wastes, like what happened in Japan, you know, like uh, the oil spills and, and just the garbage, you know, that, that we dump in the ocean. But yet somehow, someway, these whales live for well over a thousand years. 1,100 years they caught that one whale and it's not even close to dying yet. So how come these great whales, as stated in the Bible, like these are the oldest living creatures that date since the beginning of our known universe? Seriously. Mm-hmm. Great whales, like I'm tell- there's something, it's in the Bible for a reason, and we don't know why, and I'm telling you now, and I think it's only through Christianity that we're going to figure out everything. We, and, and that's the whole point. But until we figure it out, like, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's like, I don't know. It's like, if, I mean, think about this. How, you know, like, and this goes back to this Norma Donald joke about sex being a shameful act. <laughs> right. He goes, sex is a shameful act. You know, it's not something that we do in public, mm-hmm. although some people do, but it's not supposed to be that way. Right. Uh, you know, and he makes a lot of jokes like, yeah, like he goes, the hardest thing to do is have a one night stand when you're completely sober. <laughs> you know, he goes, because you got to pull down your pants and that. And it's funny jokes, but it's, there's a lot of truth to what there he's is saying. There's some truth to that. Yeah. yeah so, you know, I, I, and I just believe that, I don't know, there's something inherently wrong with how humans have sex because we have sex for, I mean, it's supposed to be pleasurable, but at the same time, there's something wrong with it. And that's in the Bible too, because why do we eat, you know, that, that fruit? I don't know if it was an apple or a fig. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out like what apples, I mean, what, what fruit would be found in there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, whatever that fruit was, whatever that fruit was, we weren't supposed to eat from that. And, but because Eve and Adam ate from that tree, messed us up for generations upon generations generations and and, but i don't want to sound like that guy that says sex is bad but i think that how we have sex is very important to why our lifespan is so short and it has to be because it just doesn't make any sense i'm not that if you're a virgin for like you're gonna live to be a thousand but you know because i think that's our curse you know what i mean like i think we we're a cursed people and we're always going to be cursed because we haven't figured out. <laughs> because here's the thing. The, what I've learned so far from the Bible is we keep fucking up. Like, okay, first we ate from the tree that we're supposed to eat from. And then that's why we wear clothes. <clears throat> and, then, right. um, and then, you know, we did the whole thing with trying to reach the universe. You know, like build this tower to make us go to heaven and go talk to God the same way Moses talked to God. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we were punished there. There was the flood. And all of these things, we have yet to learn our lesson. <laughs> Seriously. 
And even though we have Jesus, we still haven't learned our lesson. Seriously, like nobody sees the connection between that parable of the Good Samaritan and how it applies to how we police each other. Like there's a reason why there's a Fourth Amendment. That Fourth Amendment directly stems from that story of that Good Samaritan. And there was a reason why it was a dangerous area. There was a reason why he said Jew. There was a reason why he said, you know, Levite or whatever that, you know, I don't know what a Levite is, but you told me, but I forgot. Um, But there's reasons for all of that. But we just like, eh, who cares? Like we just like, we literally think, eh, who cares? We know, we know better, but we're not going to do anything about it. And I think that's part of our carnal mind that like, cause like I'm guilty of that. You know what I mean? Like when I see homeless dudes, well, no, that's different. But if I see a retarded dude, you know, I, I, I don't mean, you know, I could go help him or something like that, but I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, I got my own problems, but that's the thing too. It's like, I don't know. It's like we put our own problems first and not really understanding that we honestly have paradise here. We do. Mm-hmm. And then all of these idiots trying to turn us into like a socialist country don't understand that is the road to hell. Because I I believe in that, that the road to hell is paid with good intentions because everybody intending to do good is ultimately going to do bad because the good is in the Bible as working hard. You have to work hard. That's, that's just a, a reality. You know, you got to stop looking for pleasures, you know, whatever that pleasure is, because a lot of people, you know, most people are guilty of overeating, mm-hmm. you know, like they say, oh, the, the pleasures of eating, but that's a sin. Like the way we eat, you know, we eat like, you know, like we eat junk, <laughs> you know, but it's true. Like we eat true, like, yeah. and I think that's bad. So if we eat the way we're intended to eat, you know, like the animals that we're supposed to eat, the, um, like, I don't think we're supposed to eat foie gras, you know, like with those rich people, how they do that crazy stuff. Yeah, but I know what that's like, yeah. It, it, so, but if we eat like a normal person, if we eat, you know, like our vegetables, like the stuff that we grow from the planet, da 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 down this and that, if we live a certain way, we will definitely be okay. You know what I mean? And and this will be like a real paradise. And then, you know, I don't know, even if we don't live to be a thousand years old, can you imagine just living your entire life the way, you know, as just envisioned by Jesus, that would be heaven. And then you could, even if you don't have everlasting life, let's just say, if you just, come on, you would have no regrets of ever living. You wouldn't be depressed. You wouldn't be sad. You'd be so stoked all the time. It's like, man, it was beautiful. I had great friends. All my all of my neighbors yeah. were cool everything was badass like, no, that, that's true that's that's something to think about i can hear the counselor yelling in the back <laughs> yeah, i know <laughs> i know I, I gotta jump off because she needs help yeah yeah well what are your like but that's a good way to put it because i think that that's intuitively what we're talking about here which is based off of these Christian principles that we've been talking about for a long time. So, I mean, what are some of your final thoughts as far as like how that compares to where we are right now and 
socialism because really there, there's really just two ways to kind of go about doing this right whether it's a capitalistic approach to present well, you real said something great yesterday because i remember you said something about the love of money because you know a lot of people you know because they don't understand capitalism so you know a lot of billionaires, a lot of like, like the, what, what are those big butt girls? Oh my God, I forgot their names. But them Persian girls, they're Kardashian. Because <laughs> their dad is Rob Kardashian. Yeah. Um, great attorney. He was a great, great attorney. Um, but anyway, so the Kardashians, they're not happy. They're not. And they're multimillionaires. That one Jenner girl is a billionaire. And she's not happy. Why? Because she's not a Christian. None of these people are Christians. I know it. And so there's more to capitalism than just the accumulation of wealth. Right. And and that's what socialism is. A socialism is the accumulation of all the wealth by one entity. That's what socialism is. It's the accumulation of all, because, you know, capitalism is just an, you know, it's just a word that means getting money. So socialism is a form of capitalism. It just is because, but. But it's just that a group of individuals own everything as opposed to. Yeah. One entity, a group of people pretending to be God control everything and dictating to you how to live. (laughs) That's what it is. But in, in, like, I don't, I don't want to call it Christian capitalism, but how, Jesus describes business and how to conduct business. Mm-hmm. That's capitalism. I think that's the free market uh, system that we're supposed to have. You know, like, and we probably didn't get enough into into how to conduct business. But yeah, because man, because like, like again, like I don't know the the New Testament. I wish I did, but I don't. But I will. And this this is my final thoughts. I'm going to do everything in my power to try to convince you to be a leader. (laughs) No, but like a real leader because our politicians need to have control of Mm -hmm. themselves, but they also have to be aware of the dangers that are out there based on Romans, based on, and you know, am I ever going to get that far? Probably not. I'm too old. (laughs) No, but it's the truth. I'm too sick. Like, you know, physically, I look good, but nah, I, I'm a, my body's a wreck. So I probably will never get there in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. But someone like you with all of this ability, because, dude, that's an awesome ability to have control over. Because I'm telling you, I think that's why Roman, uh, I, I, Paul, right? Paul wrote that in Romans. Is yeah. Because that's the key. That is the key. Once you can control something that God gave you dominion over. See, because in the beginning, God gave us dominion over everything. But not anymore. (laughs) He did. He took it away, according to what you said. So, But it's the truth. He took it away from us for a reason. We cannot live to be a thousand anymore. Why? I don't know. He took it away from us. But, you know, and those are the great questions. What? What do, I mean, I know what we did was wrong, but how do we get it back? He never told us how, but only through the New Testament can you get it back. And that's why Jews are always going to be damned. I don't even think they even read it. 
You know what I mean? Because they're still trying to figure out what's in the Old Testament. And I'm starting to think maybe I shouldn't worry so much about what's in the Old Testament, but I'm fascinated by the science. It's, yeah. it's insane. It's an insane thing. I'm thinking, holy crap. And I can see it. You know, like, because here's the thing. When you're given technology, it's just you automatically just dream, like, I want to make this. I want to make that. I want to make this. And because yeah. all my friends are like that. You know, they, they want to make great things. They want to go do these great things. But in reality, why do we got to go? Why do we got to go to the moon? Shit. You know what I mean? Seriously, why do we got to go there? I think that's one of our curses. You, you know what I mean? Like our need to go to the moon is, is, is a shitty thing. Our need for socialism or communism, it's a horrible thing. Yeah. It's horrible because think of it's the moral implications behind giving everybody all of your wealth. Well, I guess what? I'm going to give you all the money I make and I'm going to let you tell me how to use it. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that is literally slavery, but just a different type of slavery versus, you know, like how they enslaved the blacks. Um, you know, it's crazy. So anyway, my final thoughts, I have no idea because this stuff is new to me. <laughs> yeah. So, no, but it really is. And it's insane. And I know this isn't, you know, I pretty, I, gosh darn it. Cause I hate to go off on tangent, but this really wasn't the specifics about socialism because it's really some, there's something about ethics that we as humans do not understand and we ignore because here's my thing. It's like, why would God put this great whale in the Bible? Why? Right. I'm it's, but it's not just in the Bible. It's on the very first page. You know what I mean? And there's a reference to, I'm telling you, there is something, there's a moral, ethical, oh my God, I don't know. But there's something about these things and it makes my mind just <laughs> like, just blow up. But I'm telling you, there's something there. There is something that we're missing beyond because look look the carnal mind is a horrible horrible thing and there's something about that that we just don't know because mm -hmm. whales don't have a carnal mind they don't we're a unique god made us unique and and, and that's that's evident because we're the only ones like, here's here's how stupid a lot of scientists are we honestly have sex for pleasure and then I literally have known a lot of scientists that say, well, monkeys have sex for pleasure too. And I'm thinking, no, they don't. They, mm -hmm. have, they have sex not for pleasure. The way they do sex is, it, it's, it's uh, oh my goodness. Yeah, to compare a human with a monkey is insane or a chimpanzee is insane or a gorilla is insane. Right. But, you know, what the hell? I don't know. I, I have no final thoughts because well, that's a good way to put it. But that's something to think about for a lot of us, because I think this week talking a lot about the socialism aspect, you know, some of the biblical principles, I encourage you to read the New Testament. It's not hard to understand. In fact, it's so easy to understand that uh, basically what it, it's so easy that it because it's written by Paul and Paul's an, an educated guy, but you don't even have to worry about old English. He uses you. Well, no, but see, but that's my point. Well, here are my final thoughts. Because yeah, you always got to arouse something out of you. Yeah, yeah no, but, but I'm not kidding. The reason why I can never be Christian is because I already know I can never be a leader in it. 
It's I'll got nothing to do with being a leader. We're going to talk but, more but, about that later. That's this my week. point. See, I'm just going to be a follower. I believe people should just be followers and let the leaders lead. Seriously, because I'm like, like, okay, my final thought is this. Some people have, will never have control of their carnal mind. It's just a reality. Right. And since I will never have control of it, I'm just going to have to just have faith that my leader is going to direct me in the right path. <laughs> no, but it's the truth. That's yeah. how you have to live. Because I doubt it. Like I've known a lot of people and I like everybody I've met has never had control over it. You're like the only dude I've ever met that honestly, cause I've never really met a Shaolin monk. Cause they say Shaolin monks have control over it, but I don't, I never met one. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, uh, but in the Western world, cause even these dudes in the middle East, they have no control over it, dude. There's some nasty ass people out in Saudi Arabia or in Sudan or wherever, you know what I mean? They, they're nasty. They yeah. pretend not to be because, Oh, we're Muslim. We, hell no. They're nasty as hell. They don't care. <laughs> but I mean, but they have better control than most Westerners. I'll give them credit for that. I mean, they're not because, you know, the one thing you'll never see in Saudi Arabia is a bunch of Muslims giving sex advice. <laughs> they do that in private, but they're nasty in private. Mm. And if All you right. frap with those dudes, uh, it's gross. <laughs> but, <laughs> Because you could see why a lot of people say like a lot of these ultra religious dudes are like sexually repressed and hidden homosexuals because they do all like, you know, I don't want to talk negative and all these Muslims. Like, oh, that's not true. But in private, when you get caught or something like that, trust me, these dudes are nasty, <laughs> nasty, nasty, nasty <laughs> people. And uh, either way, that's why I, I like, I, I mean, it's, there is a truth behind that Romans. There's a truth behind it. Like you said, simple. It's not hard to understand, but it's so easy. I understand I can't be a leader. <laughs> but it's the truth. Christianity will only work if the leaders are true. It's the only way it works. It's right. the truth. There is no way an independent person can just be, a, you know, there has to be a hierarchy. It's multi-level. So not that we need a pope, but the leader's got to be true because everyone's going to struggle with the carnal mind. I guarantee you this. I have, I've traveled. You've traveled. We all know how hard it is. Mm -hmm. It ain't easy. It is not easy. Yeah. Well, and that's why I think we're being punished with erectile dysfunction. But then, look, we got Viagra. But I won't use it. I will not use it. I told the counselor, I'm doing it natural. If I can't do it natural, then... All right, that, that's a good way to wrap it up here. Well, thank you guys for listening to the show. Thanks for your thoughts, Professor Dreg. And uh, you guys, thank you for continuing to listen to this show. We're actually starting to get some uh, people want to run ads on here, which is exciting, <laughs> even though this is a show that's all over the place. I get lovers and haters, but thanks guys for listening. We'll keep you up to date on how things go and appreciate you guys being loyal listeners. If you make it this far in the episode, then I know you're a loyal listener. So thank you for the support. Take care, guys.